Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today, I will be continuing with the APCM topics, and today's topic is primary is polycythemia vera. Polycythemia vera. So there are two types: primary and secondary. So, the, first of all, let's let's define. Let's talk about polycythemia in terms of definition. Polycythemia vera is one of the chronic myeloproliferative neoplasms, right? Um, in essence, it is an increase in the red blood cell mass. So let's talk about primary polycythemia vera. Primary polycythemia vera is caused by a mutation in the red blood cell progenitor cells that results in increased red blood cell mass. Secondary polycythemia vera um, refers to an increase of red blood cell mass caused by elevated serum erythropoietin. Erythropoietin, for the most part, is produced in the kidney by in the kidney in response to tissue hypoxia. Now, polycythemia vera is distinguished clinically from the other myeloproliferative neoplasms by the presence of elevated red blood cell mass. That's very important to keep in mind. However, an increase red blood cell mass alone is not sufficient to establish the diagnosis because increase in red blood cell mass may be associated with chronic hypoxia and with erythropoietin secreting tumors. So that's important to keep in mind. Um, just to repeat, this is, this is very important to keep in mind in that polycythemia vera may occur in um, myeloproliferative neoplasms. It may occur in chronic hypoxia, and it may occur in erythropoietin secreting tumor. Polycythemia vera occurs in all populations and all ages, including early adulthood, and occasionally in children and adolescents. Now, the clinical manifestation. Most patients with polycythemia vera are discovered incidentally when an elevated hemoglobin or hematocrit is noted on a complete blood count. Patients may present with disease-related symptoms such as headache, dizziness, visual disturbances, pruritus, early satiety, and complications that might include thrombosis and bleeding. One of the things that you should keep in mind is that pruritus is a common association with polycythemia vera. And pruritus usually follows a warm bath or shower. And that's very common. And this is described as um, aquagenic pruritus. 
Now, erythrocytosis, erythrocytosis, it's it's the same thing as polycythemia. So you, if you say erythrocytosis, um, it is also called polycythemia. And, um, and pretty much this describes increased in hemoglobin concentration and or hematocrit in the blood. So either the hemoglobin is elevated on and and or the hematocrit will be elevated. Um, as I said before, polycythemia can be due to an increase in red blood cell mass and or emo concentration. Emo emo concentration might be due to a decrease in plasma volume. So if the plasma volume goes down, of course, the concentration of red blood cell will be increased. Okay, so let's look on some values. In male, in adult males, um, hemoglobin should be around 16.5 with an hematocrit of greater than 49. And if the hemoglobin, well, well let's repeat that. In terms, the threshold for erythrocytosis or the threshold for polycythemia in males, the hemoglobin is usually greater than 16.5 and the hematocrit is usually greater than 49. In females, the hemoglobin is greater than is greater than 16 and the hematocrit is greater than 48. In children, the normal values may vary with age and sex. Well, thanks for listening to this short presentation of polycythemia. And I do hope you'll continue to push yourself. Remember, your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.